0: What's good, everybody? I'm Rob Statz-Guerrera, and welcome to SP Nation's Sunday Late Night Wrap-Up, brought to you by DraftKings. This is the show where you will find out exactly what happened in every game that was played on Sunday. But before we do that, we want to remind you the DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's begin in Kansas City, where the Chiefs were looking for their 12th straight win over the Denver Broncos. KC was up by 13 in the fourth quarter when the defense shut the door. Bridgewater wants the shotgun snap. He's got it. He's back to pass. Rush coming. Bridgewater looks, throws, pass, batted intercepted. Picked off by Sorensen. Back across the 35, over the 40, down to the 50. Sorensen still on his feet. He's going to go all the way. Sorensen to the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. It's a pick six for Daniel Sorensen, and that may put it away. Westwood won on the call. Kansas City stopped Denver three different times on fourth down in the game, and the Chiefs get the 22-9 win. Andy Reid is now 20-3 after a bye. Thanks in large part to his defense in this one, they have now held an opponent to fewer than 10 points in three of their last four games. Kansas City goes to 8-4 on the year, while Denver is 6-6. the Vikings have played in close games all season long, and Sunday was no exception. After Kirk Cousins threw a touchdown pass for the go-ahead score, the Lions got the ball back with a minute and 50 seconds left. It all came down to fourth and two at the 11-yard line with four seconds to go. Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, ends up. Yes! yes. Caught! Touchdown Detroit to Lions! They did it! Amon Ross, St. Brown the receiving again! Oh, they're rushing the field! done it three zeros on the clock this game is over it's over jared goff to amin ross st brown his first career touchdown and how big is that dan miller on WXYTFM FM 97 won the ticket the lions finally do it the win snaps their 15 game winless streak nine game home losing streak and Jared Goff snapped his personal streak of losing every game not coached by Sean McVay. The loss is devastating to the Vikings' playoff hopes as they are now ninth in the NFC, and they don't own the tiebreaker over the seventh seed 49ers, who they lost to last week. One final note in this one, Minnesota wide receiver Adam Thielen injured his left ankle on the game's opening drive and didn't return. He came into the game tied for the league lead in receiving touchdowns with 10. In Baltimore, the Steelers and Ravens had another classic battle in one of the NFL's all-time best rivalries. The Steelers scored a touchdown that put them up by seven with a minute and 47 to play, and then Lamar Jackson went to work. He drove the Ravens 60 yards in eight plays and hit Sammy Watkins for a six-yard touchdown with 12 seconds to go. But instead of playing for overtime, John Harbaugh went for two to try and get the win. Jackson in the gun. Freeman stands to his right. Freeman gets a fake. Big rush, he throws it, and it it's dropped by Mark Andrews. Hit one hand on it, out in the right flat, and it dropped the ball. And the Steelers preserve a victory with 12 seconds to go. Wow! Bill Hillgrove and Craig Wolfley on 102.5 WDVE. The Steelers recovered the onside kick, and that was it. They get the 20-19 win and remain in the mix in the AFC North at 6-5-1. and one. After the game, John Harbaugh said he went for two because the Ravens were out of cornerbacks due to injuries and he wanted to end the game right there. The most significant of those injuries was to Marlon Humphrey, who, according to Ian Rapoport of NFL Media, suffered a shoulder injury that is believed to be season-ending, though we won't know for sure until after an MRI. Also, Ben Roethlisberger addressed the ESPN report that he had been telling people that this is his final season by laughing about it after the game and saying he's focused on one game at a time. To Ohio we go now where the Chargers jumped out to a 24-point lead against the Bengals, but Cincinnati didn't quit. They fought back to make it a 24-22 game going into the fourth quarter, and then this happened. Mix and bounces. Right ball on the ground. Scooped up. Scooped up by Tavon Campbell. 40, 30, 20, 10. Touchdown, Chargers. 60-yard fumble return for Tavon Campbell. Matt Money-Smith on ALT 98-7 Los Angeles. The Chargers would score 17 unanswered points in the fourth quarter and go on to win 41-22. That victory puts L.A. at 7-5 on the year, while the loss drops the Bengals to 7-5 themselves. Two injury notes in this one. Joe Burrow played much of the day with a dislocated pinky on his throwing hand. After the game, Burrow said he popped it back into place on his own and won't miss any games because of the injury. Also, Chargers pass rusher Joey Bosa departed for the concussion protocol in the first quarter. Head coach Brandon Staley said after the game that Bosa did not have a concussion, but was held out the rest of the game anyway. In Seattle, the 49ers and Seahawks played one of the weirdest games of the entire season. There was a fake punt by the Seahawks on the first drive that went for 73 yards and a touchdown. There was a safety in the third quarter, and the two teams combined for six total turnovers on the day. In the end, though, the 49ers still had a chance to win from the Seahawks' three-yard line with 22 seconds left. It is loud. The building is shaking. Check the seismometer in Pioneer Square. Single setback, Garoppolo looks. Ball is tipped up in the air. It's going to fall to the ground. The Seahawks are going to win this football game. The fourth and three pass was tipped at the line of scrimmage. I don't know who tipped it, but I want to go down and shake that man's hand. I might have been Dunlap. Steve Rabel on Seahawks broadcasting on the call. It was indeed Carlos Dunlap with the deflection. That turned the 49ers over on downs and gave Seattle the 30-23 win. They snapped their three-game losing streak and have now beaten the 49ers at home in 17 of their last 20 games. San Francisco's offense completely disappeared in the second half. They had only 47 yards after halftime before that final drive when they were ultimately denied. The Seahawks are now 4-8 on the year, while the 49ers fall back to 500 at 6-6. Don't look now, but here come the Miami Dolphins. Tuatunga-Vailoa threw a pair of short touchdown passes, and Miami extended their winning streak to five games by topping the New York Giants 20-9 on Sunday. The Dolphins started the year 1-7 and have since won five straight games. Part of the reason? The defense. During their five-game win streak, Miami has allowed just 55 points. At MetLife Stadium, the Eagles were playing without quarterback Jalen Hurts against the Jets but that's okay because Minshew Mania was back. Backup quarterback Gardner Minshew led the Eagles to points on every single possession except one in the game, and Philadelphia handled the Jets 33-18. Minshew ended up 20-25 of for 242 yards and two touchdowns on the day. His favorite target, tight end Dallas Goddard, who had 105 yards and both of those TD receptions. The Eagles are now 12-0 all-time against the Jets. In Chicago, the Cardinals welcomed Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins back to the field, and they had no trouble whatsoever with the struggling Chicago Bears. Murray had four total touchdowns in the game, and Hopkins caught a touchdown pass as well as Arizona rolled to a 33-22 victory that honestly wasn't even that close. The Cardinals are now 7-0 on the road this year, and each of those wins has come by at least 10 points. There's only one other team since the merger that can say they did that, and that was the 1984 49ers who, in case you're wondering, did win the Super Bowl that season. In Las Vegas, the Raiders had a 15-14 lead in the fourth quarter before Taylor Heineke drove the team 44 yards in eight plays, and brand-new kicker Brian Johnson drilled a 48-yard field goal with 37 seconds left to give Washington a 17-15 win. Johnson wasn't even on the team a week ago, and defensive tackle Jonathan Allen said after the game, quote, I didn't even know his name. Nonetheless, that kick gave the football team their third straight win and evens their record at 6-6 six and six on the year. They now sit as the sixth seed in the NFC. By the way, Heineke has now led four game-winning drives in his first year as a starting quarterback. Meanwhile, the Raiders have lost four out of their last five games and are now 6-6 six and six on the year. In Atlanta, the Buccaneers moved closer to clinching an NFC South title with a 30-17 win over the Falcons, and Tom Brady moved closer to another MVP award. Yippee! TB12 threw for 368 yards and four touchdowns on the day. He now leads the NFL with 34 touchdown passes, and two of those went to Rob Gronkowski, which is significant because it moves Gronk and Brady into second place on the all-time list. Only Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison have connected for more touchdown passes and Tom Brady, and Rob Gronkowski. The win is the third straight for Tampa Bay, who now owns a four-game lead on the rest of the NFC South, with five games left to play. In Los Angeles, the Rams desperately needed a win after losing three straight, and the Jags were all too happy to comply. Sean McVay's bunch put up 418 yards of total offense in a dominating 17-7 win. Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, and OBJ all had touchdown catches, and Sony Michelle ran for 121 yards and a score of his own in the win. The Rams are 8-4 on the year and travel to Arizona to take on the division-leading Cardinals on Monday Night Football next week. The Jags remain winless on the road and 2-10 and this season. In Houston, things went pretty much as expected for a change this season. Jonathan Taylor ran for 143 yards and two touchdowns, and the Indianapolis Colts rolled to an easy 31-0 victory over the hapless Houston Texans on Sunday. Taylor now leads the NFL in rushing and has 16 rushing touchdowns this year, which ties the franchise record set by Lenny Moore in 1964. By the way, this was also the 10th straight game where he's run for a touchdown, which is the longest streak in the NFL since LaDainian Tomlinson did it in 18 straight in the 2004 and 2005 seasons. Things went off the rails right from the start for Houston. The Texans turned the ball over twice in the first quarter, and quarterback Tarad Taylor was benched in the third as Houston lost for the ninth time in 10 games. They have been shut out by 30 points twice this season. They're the first team to do that since the 2002 Panthers. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Late Night Wrap-Up brought to you by DraftKings. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please follow the SB Nation NFL show and leave us a five-star rating and a review. Enjoy your week, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. We'll talk tomorrow.